Hey friends, I am so happy you're here. I'm Annie, your host, and welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast, where I'm right here next to you navigating this crazy, beautiful journey called life. And if I've learned one thing over the years of pivoting my life from military officer to entrepreneur and business owner to content creator and world traveler, it's that we all go through ups and downs. Maybe you're going through some shit right now, or maybe you're living your best life. Either way, I found this journey through life to be one of tremendous discovery about myself and what I want out of it, but also how the world works and how that affects me. I also know that getting uncomfy and following the heart tugs has always led me in the right direction. So I want you to know that you're not alone on this roller coaster of life. I'm figuring it out and bringing you along with me. So hang on. We're going to dig deep and dive in. Let's get uncomfy. What is up, you guys? Okay, I'm really excited about today's episode. We have guest Destiny Adams, who's one of my clients actually, started with me in personal training and is now not only in-person personal training with me, but we do online training so that she has her own programming outside of our sessions. We are doing her macros. She did about a year and a half long reverse diet with me. We are now in a cutting phase. She has just seen some amazing progress, not just physically, but mentally. And I know the idea of starting a self-improvement journey, whether that's in the gym or like I said, mentally, maybe it's career-wise, whatever you're looking to improve personally, it can seem overwhelming to start that journey. And so I wanted to have Destiny on the podcast today to kind of just chat about her journey and her experiences and kind of what's led to the growth and the progress that she's seen. So before we jump in, I just wanted to say if working with me one-on-one is something you're interested in, in macros, nutrition, in training plans, in-person personal training, um, I'm going to put a link down in the show notes. Um, I'll do one for my online coaching, um, which is where you guys can apply to work with me whether that's nutrition or training, but I'll throw that down there. I'll also throw some other um, tools and resources for you guys, so check that out if that's of interest to you, but I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoy the conversation we have and just the realness that Destiny brings to this episode. You know, she's just an everyday human just like me, and uh, it's cool to see her in the midst of this journey and hear her share some of her thoughts, so I hope you guys enjoy. All right, what is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Let's Get Uncovered podcast. I'm so excited because I have an amazing guest here to chat with you guys. I'm really excited about this episode because honestly, it's been a frequently asked question or series of questions um, how to get started in a fitness journey, how to get started in a self improvement journey, how do you stay committed? Um, how to not like feel so attached to fad diets and how to create real change in your life, all these sort of topics. And I have the perfect guest for y'all today. She is one of my personal training clients, online coaching, programming clients, and reverse dieting clients. And now recently, um, entering into a prep season. So guys, (laughs) welcome Destiny Adams to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here. Honestly, guys, so Destiny and I spend like uh, a lot of time together during the <laughs> week and um, we've come to like not only have just like a great client coach relationship in my opinion, but also she's become a friend and I'm just like, I love your mindset. I love the way you get after it. And I think there's so much that people listening to this podcast right now can hear from. So Thank you for your time, your perspective we're going to share, your mindset. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Me too. I think it's something that really should be touched on, and hopefully we can answer a lot of people's questions today. Awesome. I think we will. Um, Okay, so let's just, let's jump in. Um, I want to start with asking you about your journey. Let's see. So we started working together... Um, April of 2022. Yes. So that is when Destiny came to me at first and we started doing in-person personal training sessions. Um, so I want to ask you just so everyone here can like get an understanding of where you started and, 
and what that looked like. Um, let, let me just ask you how, if you had to like abbreviate your journey a little bit, where have you been? Where are you now? Um, yeah, share a little bit about you so people can understand, you know, who you are. Okay. So, um, my journey has kind of been one that's gone through many ups and downs over the mm -hmm. years. Um, I've always was active. I danced, played soccer, all of that throughout growing up. However, I reached this point to where I'd went through a lot of things personally, um, lost a lot of people in my life. And so then I started to kind of put on weight uh, through a variety of different reasons, binge eating, drinking, all of that. And I could never seem to lose and keep it off. It would always be, I'd gain 10 pounds, lose 10 pounds, gain 20 pounds, then get back to working out. So in 2019, I had committed to training. I had hired another personal trainer, worked with them for about a year, lost about 20 pounds, and I was doing good, doing all the things, but eventually I went back, quit, got into a relationship, quit training, mm -hmm. and then not only put on the 20 pounds that I lost, I put on 25 more pounds. So mm -hmm. I was in a place when we first started, um, mentally, like very poor um, mental image of myself, didn't really know where to start besides the fact that if I kept going down the path that I was on, I, I wasn't going to survive. Yeah. I was in a bad place emotionally. And so starting out before we even got to working together in April at the beginning of 2022, I just stopped buying food that like I considered would trigger me eating wise. And then two, I just started walking. That's where I started. Yeah. And before we even started training, I lost about 20 pounds just cutting out, drinking all the time, and then eating extremely poorly and just started cooking at home. But when you posted online about, hey guys, I'm in Dallas, I'm going to start personal training, I remember just getting that heart tug, as you always say, to jump for it and to, you know, submit my little form. And I remember... I was standing in the dog park having a conversation with you about, you know, what my goals were and everything like that. And truly that was the game changer of my journey to where I am now. Without mm -hmm. that conversation, I would not be able to be in the place that I am now where you're posting about me losing weight and all these different things. But having that one decision that affected the rest mm -hmm. of my life for um, over a year now um, was truly pivotal. Ah, I love that because it's so true. It ultimately like comes down to you wanting to do it for you, right? Any sort of like life transformation journey starts with a decision of like, all right, I'm gonna do this, you know? And I love that I can be a part of that journey for you. Um, and I love knowing, like being able to see the full thing. It's just been so cool for me, so fun. I mean, I work with people all the time that are going through transformations, but um, your story and your mindset and the way you show up for yourself is just inspiring. Um, so, and you're now uh, about 50 pounds down. Correct. Um, so size, sizing wise, what does that look like just for people to get, also get a perspective if you don't mind sharing? Um, so when I started with you, I had gotten up to like a size 16 between like 14 and 16. And now I'm like under a seven, eight because I put on pants yesterday and was like, well, I bought these in April and now I'm glad I have belts, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Non-scale victories. We love them. Scale and non-scale victories in a journey. That's beautiful. Um, no, awesome. And then your mental, your mental transformation. I want to talk about that too. So, um, because you said before, you know, how many times you've tried to start a journey and we've had these conversations during our sessions, like you used to be somebody who used to be so like drawn to like the fad diets and the quick fix and the oh this skinny tea and this waist trainer and this three-day juice cleanse so what's your mindset now um at versus then how do you 
notice that shift in where your mind is when it comes to like your health and your wellness, you know? So at the beginning of 2022, when I woke up one day and I just looked in the mirror and I did not recognize who was staring back at me, I was like, whoa, okay. So you've got one of two options here. You can either continue doing what you are doing. Mm -hmm. And at that point in time, I was having like panic attacks and I was in a job in a relationship that was not serving me, that was causing all of these other problems and my body was starting to like shut down physically. That mindset of like waking up and being like, oh, no more, that we can no longer continue down where we are. It just kind of flipped the switch for me. But so you you remember the moment where you're like, this ain't it, dude. Yeah, I do. It was I was in a relationship that wasn't serving me. I was waiting for this lease to end and I was locked in until March Mm -hmm. and it was December of 2021. I was out for New Year's. We had had like, you know, this big blow up fight or whatever. And I was out with, I left and went out with friends and I got the notification that night that my lease, that I had got this apartment without him. And then I was going to tell him coming into the new year that, hey, on February 1st, I'm going to pay rent not only in our apartment that we are locked into a lease mm-hmm. to, I'm moving out and I'm paying rent over there. And so you can live here <laughs> through March until yeah. our lease goes up, but like, buddy, I'm not going to be here yeah. because I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. And it, making that ultimate decision for myself kind of spiraled into everything else that came down the road next for me. Mm. Because when I got into a relationship with this person, that was the point in time where I had lost over 20 pounds. I was doing all Mm -hmm. the good things for myself and like trying to do good. But I had put someone else's needs above my own. And for two, I gave up fitness or like it wasn't a a priority for me at the time. And I realized like going back to fitness, starting from day one, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Even to this day, you know, there are workouts where it's a mental push, Mm -hmm. mind over matter to get through things. And that mindset, as long as you remember your why and that why is for Mm -hmm. you and for no one else at the end of the day, you're eventually going to get to where you want to be. It just is staying consistent, which you talk about a lot, having that discipline for yourself and to always remember something big for me, especially this past year and then going into 2023 was like choosing me and doing things that make me happy. How am I showing up for myself? Not only physically, emotionally, mentally, all of those things play a part in getting you on this physical journey to, you know, the best quote unquote version of yourself. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's so true. Like it really is deciding to show up for you. I think far too often we we're like made to feel like being selfish is a negative thing, but I honestly feel like when you make the decision, anybody, when anybody makes the decision to start showing up for them, and you can probably say the same thing, you can actually, when you start showing up for you consistently in the best way, you're able to show up for everything else in your life, people, relationships, career, goals, everything else in your life, you can show up for better because you're showing up for yourself first. And, you know, I don't know if you feel that, but selfish isn't a bad thing and selfish in in your health right isn't a bad thing I like to kind of think of it as like this me era which I think now with the way social media is it's less like triggering for people to say oh I'm I'm doing me I'm gonna be selfish people like now are like oh you go girl yeah you do that for you because when I had that mindset switch Mm -hmm. that changed the game for me not only was I showing up for myself in a better way like for my health my career changed like I got out of a job things in your life when you start putting yourself first and you start working 
to be the best version of yourself, I feel like that's when people, relationships, things that are meant for you in life start to come your way. Like you're mm -hmm. attracting things and situations and opportunities that they wouldn't have been there before going down the journey that I was, down yeah. the path that I was on. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy, actually. I think that those opportunities, they are there, but it's when you have a, a different perspective and when you're like, okay to receive those things or you're like looking for those opportunities, you actually see them. Um, but when you're in a place where everyone else comes first and everyone else's needs matter more than yours and you're worried what other people are going to think and you don't want to make sac you don't want to say no to the plans to go hit your workout or you know to do what you need to do for you when all these other things come first when that opportunity comes across your path it you don't notice it right you don't see it yeah. and so you're not optimize you're not like gonna lean into it it's gonna just seem like a random thing crossing your path right but when you are in the habit of showing up for yourself and being a little selfish it's like things will come across your path and you'll be like, oh, that, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I need. You know, this person in my life, this trainer, this, you know, experience or whatever it is. But isn't that crazy? I think you're, you're right though, that most people won't see those when they're in a place where everyone else comes first, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think at that point, you know, you're almost in survival mode of like trying to just barely you know I was trying to get through the day yeah. not not weeks I was trying to get through the day and what that looks like for me on just waking up I was already like mm -hmm. mad that I was awake that day <laughs> and then it kind of spiraled on through but when you get in that habit of also checking in with yourself like yeah. knowing like your limits like what you are truly capable of and what you can accomplish mm -hmm. And it's so much more of just having that relationship with yourself that has come from my fitness journey, yeah. truly. Oh, I love that. Fit fitness is so much more than fitness. It's like, God, it's just, a, it's like a gateway to like better you, better life. Okay, um, let's go back to the beginning of us working together just because I get this question all the time and I figure instead of people hearing it from me, I want people to hear it from you because you've lived it, you've experienced it. People ask me all the time, you know, I want to start a fitness journey, but where do I start? Like, where do I start in the gym? Maybe these, maybe these people that are asking this are insecure and they don't even know how to, you know, walk in a gym and, you know, get on a piece of equipment confidently and actually have like a productive workout. Maybe these people, you know, are just in comparison mode. So when they look at someone else on social media, they're like, oh, I'm so far away from that. Like, it's not even worth starting, you know? So what do you have to tell someone who's looking to start a fitness journey, but they don't know where to start? So we had talked about, or you mentioned before, I had did everything under the sun to mm -hmm. lose weight quick. I've tried, you know, Advocare, the, you know, skinny teas, the weird patches that you put on your stomach that were going to melt belly fat and all of the things. Um, thankfully, I feel like today we have a lot more resources or people out there like putting out content that's actually educational and real. Yeah. And starting out your journey can be so confusing on like, where do I begin? Do I focus on weightlifting? Do I focus on cardio? Do I do this? Do I do that? My best advice is for one, make the decision, actively commit. For two, don't overthink it, mm -hmm. especially in the beginning. Just get out and move your body. For me, that started out as just like walking meatball and yeah. I made sure I was moving my body and walking. Meatball's her dog, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just walking. And I knew I could commit to walking him yeah. once or twice a day. And then once I felt like I showed up for myself in that, when the opportunity came along to work with a coach like you, I jumped on it because I was like, I don't know everything that there is to know about mm -hmm. what I need to be doing. 
But what I do know is I can commit to this process. And I remember starting with you, I told you, I was like, look, I cannot commit to doing like six days a week. Yeah. I have done this in the past of this all or nothing approach mm -hmm. to where I would be like, all right, I'm cutting out alcohol. I'm cutting out this food. I'm cutting out this. I'm going to work out six days a week. I'm going to get my 10,000 steps. And I would have this kind of laundry list of yeah. things that I was committing to, to start this journey mm -hmm. that I was going to go on. And yeah, maybe I did it for like 30 days and I'm like, oh yeah, I feel so great. But then I decided, oh, there's a dinner. I want to go to my friends, out with my friends, go out ha and overindulge in drinks or um, food. And then I'm like, oh, I threw all my progress mm -hmm. out the window. Bam, yeah. I'm done. And then I would just quit. This time around, the biggest thing that I think has helped me be able to stay consistent over this time frame that we've been working together is starting small. Yeah. And you talk about this all the time of like building that confidence of showing up for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so crucial. I started out with like three days in the gym and just working out with you. And that was it. Mm -hmm. I told you I am not in the mindset to track anything. Yep. I'm not in the mindset of, like I don't mentally I'm not there. So I just focused on like eating meals at home, try not to buy like eight bags of chips and keep them in my house knowing yep. that's like a highly palatable food and I love chips. Yep. So just small things like that. And then once I felt like, hey, I've got these three workouts down, you know, I'm showing up for myself. I'm like dying less <laughs> in the gym. <laughs> Um, maybe I can add like two days a week online mm -hmm. and then go from there and then see about showing up in those two online workouts that I'm going to do on my own. Yep. Once I started to feel more comfortable, but it, it's truly, if you're just looking to get started, don't put a million and one things on your plate, like yes. have realistic goals. And that's not to say that you won't get to those six workouts, seven workouts, whatever, but beginning it's like, as you say, back to the basics. Yeah. Do the basics good before you, you know, walk before you run. Yeah. Build the foundation. I think that's one of the best things that we have done and that you have trusted me in with your journey is when we first started, you know, and when you first start a fitness journey, a health journey, it can seem really almost like it's too simple. You're like, well, this is it. Like, you know, some of the exercises we were doing, like, it's, it seems like it should be, I mean, it's difficult, it's challenging, but you're like, I, you know, I, I need that laundry list. I need, you know, the 10 million things to do, you know, but the reality is, is building the foundation is what's going to allow you to build up on it. Right. And if you don't have that foundation, if you're doing a million different things and you're, you know, okay, I have six workouts a week to do and I have two gallons of water to drink and I have to track all my food and I have to, you know, hit this PR and then I have to go to this class. And if you, if you have all those things, yeah, great. Maybe you can keep up with it for a week or two or 30 days, like you said, but there's going to be a point where that's no longer foundational. It's like overwhelming that one thing will happen one, you know, weekend. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I don't want to go back to all those million things like, gosh, and then there's no foundation to fall back on. Right. You know, so you've trusted me really well in helping you build that foundation because you built habits like in our first like six, you know, not even six months, like, you know, three, four months together. I think building the foundation of you showing up for the workouts, you showing up and you deciding like, I'm going to be here for an hour. And I'm just going to give it my all, you know? That first off, doing that consistently is building your confidence, you know? So I think like even just that, the act of deciding, okay, I'm working with this trainer, I'm gonna show up three times a week, you know, getting that to be a staple and like a foundational element of like how you show up for yourself is so important, you know what I mean? And not just having it be like, oh, like, the six workouts a week thing. Like I need to hit these six workouts. I think that can be overwhelming. So I don't know what, what do you have to? Well, you mentioned something about like people who may be afraid to show up to a commercial gym yeah. by themselves 
to get on equipment, etc. So I had taken a break, like not stepped in like a huge commercial gym since probably 2020 mm -hmm. before everything shut down. So I <laughs> got a gym membership back in like May of 2022 and started paying for it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. I did not step foot into that commercial gym until November of 2022 because I was so afraid of being back like alone in an environment where there's not a trainer there to help you and just being around other people because we're all afraid, oh, everybody's looking at me. They're going to think I'm stupid. I don't know what I'm doing. And... I we all have this kind of like mindset that people aren't watching you, but in reality, I'm in the gym, like dying myself and I'm not looking at yeah. anyone. I'm just like worrying about what I'm doing. So you went on a trip in November and I had to do all my yeah. workouts by myself in the gym. And I remember like telling myself, like, you can't go a whole week without doing these workouts and it was around Thanksgiving so you know it's time of enjoying time with family and mm -hmm. eating and drinking and all the things and I remember that week was a truly kind of pivotal point in my journey of showing up for myself because mm -hmm. I had been paying for this gym membership now granted it was like 10-15 dollars a month but think about it you know 10-15 dollars how many of us like buy a gym membership and then like never use said gym membership and it just keeps going yeah. on and on and on but at my specific gym and i know i mentioned this to you there's this area upstairs called women's workout where the area is cordoned off and the only people in there are allowed is women there's you know workout equipment um cardio equipment things of that nature but I will say I spent until probably like a month or a month and a half ago, every time I went to the commercial gym by myself, I went up there mm -hmm. because I liked being like the comfortability of just like yeah. being away from a bunch of people and, you know, all the women in there actively choosing to work on themselves. Like none of us are like, oh, look at her and these leggings, this, that, mm -hmm. whatever. Everyone's just focused on doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. So one thing I will say about, you know, starting that journey is just go. Even if you just yeah. get dumbbells and like a thing I do sometimes when I'm feeling uncomfortable or there's a lot of people in the gym, I find equipment to work out in my one area so that I can do my yeah. little super set of like three exercises in my area without having to like go to different portions of the gym yeah, so that you're not quote unquote bothering people or you're not feeling uncomfortable. That's just a way to start. If you just keep showing up day by day, it's going to get easier. I promise yeah. you. Mm -hmm. So, so, so true. Um, you know, and I think that's the cool thing about being on a journey is seeing that transformation, seeing like the change because you said just like a month ago or so you now you venture into the other parts of the gym and you're confident just seeing your confidence change in the gym has been so cool for me um what you're wearing i look back at you know old videos where you wouldn't come to a session in anything other than like a giant t-shirt and leggings and completely covered up and now you're rocking like workout gear that makes you feel confident and strong and you look you look confident and strong and happy and it's so cool because that, that transformation didn't just happen overnight. You know, I think people seeing on social media, um, you know, I get a lot of questions when I, when I post about your journey, people being like, Oh my God, like, how did she start? How did she, you know? And it's like, this has been an ongoing thing. Um, and what would you say to somebody looking to make those changes? And I know we were kind of talking before we hit record, like, what's the time frame there? Like, what would you tell someone like that wants to make some realistic, big changes in their life? How long should they commit to? Cause I think a lot of times people think like, Oh, I'll commit to this, this month. You know, what, what do you say? <laughs> so the biggest thing with that this time around that has allowed me to get to where I am now is being fully invested in the process with no end date. Mm -hmm. I didn't have this idea of, 
oh, I'm getting in the gym to lose 10 pounds so that I can lose these 10 pounds to look great at the beach or an event or wear a dress and then I'm good. Mm -hmm. The thing that truly changed for me was that this is going to be part of my life for the rest of my life and there's not an end date in sight. I'm look, you know, my goals may change over time, yeah. you know, want to gain weight, lose weight, put on muscle, whatever it is. The biggest thing is to not have like a specific date that you have to have lost these like 40 pounds that you need to lose or whatever it is. Fitness looks different on everybody. Mm -hmm. My body is different than yours. Your body is different than mine. Mm -hmm. We're not going to put on or lose weight in the same time frame, especially like I started out with I think I went back and looked at our numbers like over 40 something percent body fat or somewhere around there mm -hmm. when we first and that was just when we started using the little skin yeah. at the gym like we didn't even do that the first time mm -hmm. so having realistic goals for yourself and just being like look if I'm showing up for myself and I keep showing up for myself eventually the weight and what the result that you're wanting is going to happen we started back in April of 2022, then took a break for a little bit because um, you were doing the big world travels. World travels, yes. And then we, realistically, I got back, started consistent working on my goals in the gym in October of last yeah. year. So we're looking at beginning of 2022 to losing 20 pounds before we even got mm -hmm. started, then losing a bit, taking a break starting back in October and then consistently till now have lost 50 pounds. Yeah. What has it been since October? October, we started at like 185 and now yeah. we're at 155. Yeah. So about 30. Yeah. Gosh. And, and the crazy thing. Okay. And this is actually a perfect transition. What do I, what I want to talk about next? The crazy thing is that this entire time. So, okay, wait, we went from three in-person sessions to then adding on about a few months later, adding on two online programming workouts a week. So yep. that's for everyone listening, that's workouts I'm programming for her, but she's doing on her own at her own gym. Um, and then we went a few more months and we started macros yep. and we started a reverse diet. So for everyone out there that might not know, um, a reverse diet essentially is a way to repair someone's metabolism. Uh, it, honestly, I think a reverse diet is, is and can be beneficial for anybody out there who has a negative relationship with food, who, you know, goes from binge diet, binge, binge eating to, uh, dieting, fad dieting, maybe people that are like very much in a yo-yo cycle of like, one week I'm on, one week I'm off. Um, if you've been eating in a deficit, so if you're like scared of food and scared of calories, um, this could be a thing for you. So really, I mean, or even if someone's like very healthy and just wanting to increase their metabolism to uh, be able to have a higher capacity for food to build muscle, um, if you want to put on muscle, you know, these are all reasons that you might start a reverse diet. So specifically we started one with destiny um because i had her start with a week of just tracking her food and wow um i remember looking at the first week of you tracking and i was like this is all you're eating girl okay you know so i find this with a lot of clients um people who are obsessively like restricting and then you'll go and like, you know, binge for a week or just like say all bets are off. You're like, I don't even care. I'm just going to eat whatever. And then the next week you're like, all right, I'm starting today. I'm starting on Monday. And then you restrict, restrict, restrict. And like none of that is uh, sustainable. So it seems like, so what was your, yeah, what were your eating habits before we started this reverse diet? What did that look like? So beforehand... <laughs> At the beginning of 2022, I had just kind of started like making meals at home. So I was just committing to like not getting DoorDash like every other day yeah. <laughs> or Uber Eats and just like making meals at home, trying to meal prep, 
but I wasn't weighing anything out. I wasn't yeah. tracking anything. So when we started this reverse diet and Annie's like, all right, I just need you to just track what you're eating. And I remember tracking what I was eating, but one thing that I like lear I've learned throughout this process is reading nutritional labels and or the calories in drinks were the mm. biggest thing. Like just not that I drink a lot of soda or anything like that, but if you do and you're like yeah. a Diet Coke girly or a Dr. Pepper, there is so many carbs in there. Mm. And well, not Diet Coke, Diet Coke Zero. Hidden but. like <laughs> varieties of different things that I never had noticed before. So when I was reporting to you that like I'm eating this, I wasn't factoring in like, oh, my greens drink has yeah. carbs in it. Fizz has carbs in it. Mm -hmm. Some energy drinks, whatever it was. So my intake was actually somewhere up Definitely here. Higher. And I'm thinking I'm eating and drinking down here. Mm -hmm. But there was this discrepancy. And that was something I learned kind of just over time as yeah. you get more comfortable reading things and speaking the language mm -hmm. so to speak um but it was definitely difficult at first mm -hmm. you know you're doing something completely new and tracking is kind of like not an all or nothing approach but if you really want to be serious about yeah. something and like really commit to the process tracking means like i literally use like a tablespoon you don't like you know when your mom says, oh, a tablespoon of butter and you yeah. take out the big spoon and you're like a little bit of butter with love and then spread this on. It's really about going all in, measuring out either on a scale or serving size. I use a lot of like my mm -hmm. measuring cups to figure out exactly serving sizes and things like that. But it's just being patient with yourself over the process yeah. though, kind of. I think that's the biggest thing is is just accepting that it's a journey. I think it goes back to what you said before of like, I'm just gonna commit to the fact that I'm learning every day. I'm showing, if, as long as I'm showing up every day, I'm not gonna be perfect every day, but I'm here for a lifestyle, not an end date. Um, and I think that's something you've done really well because in the beginning of a reverse diet, like you said, it is hard. It can be overwhelming. Um, it can be, annoying and frustrating and and also like confusing so you know um we've definitely had a journey with the reverse diet but the cool thing about destiny's you know progress is she trusted me so she trusted me and i always say there's a method to the madness <laughs> i promise you um and so we started you off with a reverse diet i think you were consuming, you know, maybe like 1200 yep. calories. Like, so guys, that is severely like under eating and based on like destiny's whole situation, you know, obviously for me as a coach, I want to get her in a place where if we do want to go into a fat loss stage, I like I will never take someone's calorie like that already was so low to and I know I understand that like a lot of times the same thing that you were saying happens with other clients where you're actually under tracking what you're actually real realistically consuming but still I was like this is still low this is still low and um the beauty of a reverse diet is that really truly it's working to repair your metabolism teach your body what to do with a consistent amount of calories and increasing those calories, you know, week to week. And so we started that and I remember you being kind of skeptical, like it doesn't make sense. So the idea of eating more yeah. and me telling you, this is going to help us lose weight and this is going to help us build muscle. And the more muscle you have, the more fat you're burning at a natural state. And, and what are you thinking when I'm telling you all these things about a reverse diet? Oh, because I had so many years of like, you've got to eat the smallest amount of calories to lose weight, you know, the slim fast diet growing up where, yeah. you know, beauty is pain, you know, we don't need to eat meals for like three days so we can fit into a formal dress. So I had like a very kind of like warped mindset of like, 
eating calories and what food should actually be like. I was very much like an emotional yeah. eater, all of that. So when you're telling me, oh, slowly week to week, we're going to work our way up to like eating more food and you need to like weigh out all your food and you need to weigh yourself every day and all these things. And I'm like, the math is not math in here. I, <laughs> I do not understand. But the thing is, you had never steered me wrong. Mm. So up to that point, everything that we had done, as long as I followed the plan, the plan then got me the results that the I was plan looking planned. for. Plan. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? What do you know? What do I have to lose at this yeah. point? I've tried everything in the book. Okay, that that right there. What do I have to lose? And this is what I tell people all the time when. I think a reverse diet would be great for them because all, a lot of times it's with clients who have tried the fad diets. They have tried the restrictive eating. They have tried the obsessive cardio. They have tried the 30 day, whatever, the five day juice cleanse. They've tried it. They've tried it and it doesn't get them into a place of, of a lifestyle change, of a body confidence, of a relationship with food that they're proud of, of you know all these things. So I always say that. What do you have to lose? Like, just trust me. There's a method to the madness. So I'm I'm grateful that you trusted me because it has been such a cool journey. So we've been now, so we've reverse dieted from October until end of June, pretty much. So we started reverse dieting January. January. So January to like July. So we're still, yeah. you know, different goals now. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So January to July, so yes, yeah, six full months of a reverse diet, and this is something I always say, um, commit for a reverse diet at least three to six months, like minimum, that should be your starting, and you know, when we started your reverse diet, it was with the idea that you were going to get your body to a place that you feel comfortable with the food you're consuming, you feel like you have food freedom, you're not scared of food anymore. You're not thinking food's the enemy. And you're also not abusing cardio. That's the other thing too, is um, yeah. we severely decrease the amount of cardio you're doing uh, and showed you that actually we're gonna be doing a progressive overload plan. We're not gonna be doing cardio so that once we do add cardio in and we do decide to be in a fat loss phase and get into a deficit, your body actually responds, you know, and crazy, right? <laughs> crazy. Um, so from, let's see, from January then to end of June, what did that look like? Because we reverse dieted you from pretty much like probably 1200 calories. And now what are, what were you we at? When you finished? Like 2200, I think. Yeah. So about a thousand calorie increase per day that you're consuming and what did that do for your mindset on food and your relationship with food? So in that time frame, to give you perspective, I lost 20 more yeah. pounds from January till June. So I started the year, I think at like 181 or somewhere around there. And then end of June, I was sitting around 165 to 160, depending on the day of what time of day I'm weighing myself. <laughs> So I will say the reverse diet changed my relationship, not only with food, but with the scale. Because mm. previously, stepping on the scale was very triggering for me. Yeah. And like at the start of our journey, if you would have told me I have to step on the scale every day, wouldn't have gotten very well for me. Because I had such a like, I guess emotional connotation with the scale and tying my own self-worth to whatever like yeah. the number was on the scale you know growing up we're all like mm. I remember the day that I reached over 100 pounds and I was like triggered by the fact that now I was no longer in the double yeah. digits I'm in the triple digits yeah crazy yeah I've always had a terrible relationship with the scale and when I had gotten over 200 pounds like the scale was no longer my friend stepping on the scale threw me into very bad like emotional thoughts about myself and my self-worth so I was definitely skeptical about it and starting out at the beginning of the year even though I had lost weight prior to that point was still very triggering 
Yeah. But I had to remind myself that like, we're using this as a tool. This is just another form of measurement. Just like we measure, you know, our arms, our waist, this, that, whatever. This is just another form of tracking. And I remember you kept telling me that. And so I would just tell myself this every day that I would step on the scale. I would just, you know, try and not have that thought that came after you seeing the number, just write down the number and move on with your day and call it a day. Because one thing that we always discuss is <laughs> the scale fluctuates so much. Yeah. And I've learned that over the past seven months that I've been stepping on a scale every single day to track my weight. It can fluctuate probably about five pounds throughout the day, depending on how much water, whether or not I'm on my period, whether what I ate, mm -hmm. if something like did not agree with my stomach. But that going through that process really did heal my relationship with like the scale and just kind of seeing it there are days now still sometimes I step on the scale I'm like man you need to get to moving a little bit quicker but then I catch yeah. myself I'm like the number on the scale is what it is we're doing everything we need to do mm -hmm. we're executing and showing up for ourselves on a high level so the scale is going to do what it does but eventually it's the weight's going to come off. Yeah. Trusting the process and not getting so caught up in those like day-to-day -day numbers was a big thing. Mm. And at the start, the reverse diet, it was terrible. I'm not even going to lie yeah. because your calories are low because I started out on low calories. So you don't really have as much freedom to play around with things. However, and especially because like it's the day to you're doing it consistently, right? So you, so you might have tracked when I asked you to track, you know, what are you consuming on a day where you're like, I'm going to be good today. Mm -hmm. And so then that's what we're starting with. And then to stick to that consistently is like, oh my God, I don't, I don't get a binge day now. And it's that mindset of like, okay, uh, we're doing, we're track, we're tracking everything and we're doing it consistently. Okay. We're going to, we're going to keep moving up, but it is hard. Yeah, it is hard at first. Staying consistent. And it was like having that in the beginning, you really don't have a lot of freedom. So it was just kind of like taking it back to the basics on like, how can I like easily track these things? Because I remember you telling me at one point I was trying to, you know, make all these different recipes, do all these things. But you were like, dude, it's really easier if you can just get through this point and like, learn how to track things here so that when you get your calories up there you can make you know the cool little recipe on the tiktok baked oats yeah. which i'm obsessed with at the moment whatever it is if you can just get to that point and like now your little domino's pizza hack that's like yeah. one of my favorite things it's my little friday ritual yeah. i go to the gym have my little nighttime gym session go pick up my dog from daycare and then i get my pizza on the way home mm -hmm. and i freaking love it and it's just to show you that like food is not the enemy. Food is not good. Food is not bad. Food is just food. It's just some foods are more nutrient dense and some are less nutrient dense. But at the end of the day, having that mindset that like, oh man, I ate a donut. Okay, cool. Eat the donut and move on with the day. Like we were talking yeah. about this earlier, not being so like stuck on the fact and I very much would get really harp harped on like i ate something quote unquote bad so now oh my whole day is yeah, ruined. ruined everything yep. oh my god might as well just have this now and uh, this now <laughs> and oh okay fuck fuck it i i already you know got in the way of my three-day juice cleanse so now throw it all to the wind and let's go out <laughs> you know <laughs> pretty yeah. much that's and that's the beauty of, I think, a reverse diet and I think of, of flexible dieting in general, tracking macros, is that you start to realize that. It's like, okay, if I have broccoli, that's going to take up some of my macros. If I have a piece of bread, it's going to take up some of my macros. If I have the pasta or the chicken, like it's going to take up something. So it's what do I, what am I willing to give for what? It's transactional, right? And a for budget. me, yeah, exactly. A budget. a budget. And when you're, when it's less emotional, um, and it's more of, okay, is this worth these macros right now? Like, do, what do I want later? Like the idea of planning, right? Of, okay. And we were talking about this earlier. Like you have an event tonight, um, and you know, you're going out to dinner. You don't have to be perfect at the dinner and you're eating at a restaurant. So that's fine. But 
how are you gonna stack your day so that when you're at the restaurant, you can order what you want and know, hey, I like saved room for this or like I, it, it's the same as if I would have used my macros throughout the day, but now I'm just choosing to use it for this, this meal at this restaurant here. And there's no guilt associated. There's no shame. There's no, oh my God, I, I'm just eating this terrible pasta. It's like, well, hey, I was gonna eat, you know, 250 grams of carbs today anyway. So what does it matter that a hundred of them are right here in this one sitting like I planned for this and so when you fix that relationship and when you realize that food isn't the enemy um so much healing happens I agree I think I like to think of macros as a budget like mm -hmm. I had said what am I spending my macros on if I want pizza like on Fridays I stack my day around that pizza right. so I may have like you know protein shake for lunch whatever it is depending on how much I factor in or if I'm hungry at breakfast, I'm like, okay, I'll have me a hefty breakfast, less on the carbs, cause I'm gonna spend quite a bit of my budget mm -hmm. at dinner on carbs and then go from there. But it's having that freedom and flexibility and no, you won't have that in the very beginning most likely, but if you're willing to stick around for the process, I guarantee you the results that you get are going to outweigh that short-term uncomfortability that you're going to go through in the beginning. Oh, that's good. It is so, it's like the idea of, you know, making sacrifices for what you want long-term, right? It's saying no to the in-the-moment craving for the results and the lifestyle you want to live long-term, right? And that's the same thing. Um, you know, we're speaking about this fitness journey and getting started and where you may be, but that same thing you said applies to relationships mm -hmm. in your life. People are going to come and go, to be honest. I've had people who were less supportive of me starting this journey. They're like, oh, well, you don't want to go out and drink every day. Okay, I'll see you when, you know, mm -hmm. you're done with this little this little gym girl, Faith. this little gym girly thing or whatever it is. And then, you know, I've had people that are like, okay, so we don't, we don't want to go out. All right, let's go for a hike or like, let's find a macro friendly yes. recipe on TikTok and like, let's make that. And those are the people that you want in your life that yeah. are going to support you through these things. And don't get me wrong, you may be in it alone for a bit, but it's staying consistent staying on the path to where you want to be yeah. and unfortunately starting a fitness journey does require you to kind of check in with yourself mm -hmm. quite a lot and you call yourself yeah on your shit unfortunately and I've had to do that for myself so many times of like okay well a good example when you're going to failure it's one of our favorite things mm -hmm. You're going to get uncomfortable at probably 10, all right? But when you first experience that uncomfortability, you probably have four to five more in the tank before you're truly at failure. And just yeah. always reminding yourself that like, oh, this is uncomfortable. This is making me like feel a certain type of way. That mind over matter is going to get you the end result you want, execution. And if yeah. you're not executing at a high level, you give yourself grace along the way because trust me, you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. I had a day the other day where I felt like a train ran over me and I didn't hit my 10,000 steps for the day. It's okay, but it it's showing up for yourself consistently and not letting those like, life's always going to be there. Yeah. Always. Yeah. There's going to be something that knocks you down. You know, someone passes, a relationship ends, uh, you'll lose your job, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, you have to be so committed and so kind of in love with yourself that you are not willing to sacrifice how far you've come for that tiny thing that happened. You're pissed, you're uncomfortable about it, but you've built those habits over time Yeah. that now you're like, all right. Yeah, this sucks right now, but hey, we got we got to keep going. Mm -hmm. The yeah. show goes on. Show goes on, and when it's not a deadline game, it's not like 
it's it's like okay what am I gonna learn from this like how am I gonna move on from this because I'm here for the the journey right um, I think that helps too I mean the whole process of your journey I think you know how it all worked out worked out so per I mean I think everything in life is always gonna work out perfectly especially if you have that mindset but um, looking at your journey it's just cool to see how things have like played out and how your mindset from the beginning has facilitated your mindset at the next step, has helped your mindset on the next step, you know, and things have just built upon each other. And I think it's just really neat. I think people can learn a lot from your journey and um, you're just, you're inspiring. And, you know, I, I get that all the time from people messaging me when I post about you and your journey. So like, just know you are inspiring people and um, you're showing people that they're capable of showing up for themselves because I think a lot of people get intimidated in, in how to start a journey and what to do and I think ultimately it's just that you got to start you got to make that decision right that's what you said it's that decision that you want to be better for you right um, so wow we have just um, had a full-on conversation and I <laughs> love it um, let's end with kind of tell the Tell the people listening, what are you working on right now? What are your like your three to six month goals? Um, and how are you gonna get there? So right now I actually made the decision back in June that I wanted to compete in the summer shredding championship in um, October. So it's the end of October. It actually falls on a very specific date it's the day I lost my mom nine years ago. So it has dual wow. meaning for me. Um, and I think it's the perfect way to celebrate kind of the anniversary of a year consistently being back in the gym. So we started kind of changed up my programming from mm -hmm. progressive overload to working on um, fat loss, which by the way, guys, it's going great so far. That reverse diet has worked very well and it's continuing to do its thing. So. We're loving that. Yeah. Um, but then afterwards, you know, I want to reverse diet. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we're going into the fun season. So, of you know, just family and truly Christmas and all of that mm -hmm. is like some of my favorite time of year. And I just want to kind of work into a build phase after that and then kind of see where things take me. I don't know yeah. that I'll go into the full bodybuilding, but right now it seems like something I want to do. And I think it'll be like the perfect way to kind of cherry on top of my year journey yeah. being back and then from there we'll just see where life takes me yeah but fitness will definitely be something that's there for me for the rest of my life for sure mm, I love that so much um and then last thing I just want to ask you know so for people listening that are like gosh like I want to change like in in one sentence you know, something, what do you have to tell them? What's your best like mindset piece or something that you want them to know? So first and foremost, document the process. I wish mm. I had photos from my heaviest, even though I stopped taking photos for like two years. So I don't have many from back then. So number one piece of advice, document the process because you'll be grateful later um, when you can look back on all of your hard work. And then for two, be patient with yourself, give yourself grace, but remain consistent and persistent in your pursuit of whatever your goals may be. And I guarantee you, if you can do that one thing right there, commit and stay consistent, you're gonna get the goals and reach them. It just may take longer than you want, um, but hey, if you get there, what does it matter how long it took you to get there? Facts, facts on facts on facts. All right, wow guys. Um, I'm, Dusty and I have conversations like this all day long, I mean, not all day long, every one of our sessions, each hour is just filled with so many good like back and forths. And so I just wanted you guys to have like an insight and a little like fly in the wall, you know, <laughs> ability to listen in on one of our conversations. Um, it's really cool to grow alongside someone as a client, coach relationship, as a friend, friend relationship. So I'm just grateful for you. I'm inspired by your journey and the way you show up for you. And I tell you that all the time, but like, I'm just really glad that you came come into my life because you've added a lot of value to it. And 
Uh, I'm proud of you and I can't wait to see where we continue to go. So. Me too. <laughs> the feeling is mutual. Oh, yay. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, that's all we have for you on today's episode of Let's Get Uncomfy. I hope this inspired you to take some action and to get uncomfy in your own life. But that's all Dusty and I have for you guys today. We'll hear from me uh, next time. I'm always so awkward at these extros, these <laughs> voice things. All right, I'm just gonna stop recording now. <laughs> that is all I've got for you today, friends. If this resonated with you or someone you know might enjoy it, go ahead and share it on social media or within your own circle. And if you wanna be extra amazing, take a second to rate and review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. It would mean the world to me. Anyway, I can't wait to get uncomfy with you next time. But until then, please go out and get uncomfy without me. You got this.